Welcome to the Joint Multinational Readiness Center Train to Win podcast. In this podcast, Staff Sergeant Greg Stevens talks with Lieutenant Colonel Jonathan Bender, the commander of 1st Battalion, 8th Cavalry Regiment, about how his Mustang soldiers performed during Combined Resolve 13 at the Hohenfels Training Center. Combined Resolve 13 is officially wrapping up in Hohenfels, Germany on February 5th. This monumental, large-scale exercise allowed U.S. forces to demonstrate their ability to fight and win against an equally capable opponent, otherwise known as the Opposing Forces, or Op 4. Seventeen nations participated in this multinational exercise. The American soldiers were represented by the 2nd Armored Brigade Combat Team, 1st Cavalry Division, out of Fort Hood, Texas. Lieutenant Colonel Jonathan Bender, the battalion commander for 1st Battalion, 8th Cavalry Regiment, expressed many of his thoughts regarding all things Combined Resolve 13 related, from their experiences with the multinational militaries to his battlefield strategy, his soldiers and their performance, even a bit of hubris to match his op for commanding counterpart, Lieutenant Colonel Kevin Ryan, who was very confident of a decisive victory from the beginning. So I asked Colonel Bender how they got past the communication barrier during CBR 13, and he replied. The NATO forces come with, uh, with English speakers. Uh, so for NATO, um, English is the language. Uh, nice for us, for the U.S., harder for them, but uh, we were able to communicate uh, pretty easily. And what of the multinationals? Overall, I was I was um, really impressed. Uh, the the Polish battalion they had a lot of combat power, actually more combat power than I did, and they were able to leverage it. Um, they had, they had a lot more infantry, so I think their their movement was maybe a little bit more deliberate than than what I'm used to at the, for as an armor officer. Uh, but I do have infantry myself, so I know when you put when you put dismounted infantry on the ground, it's going to move a lot slower than a tank or a Bradley. Were you worried that the Second Armor Brigade combat team was going to get rolled? I think this battalion, maybe unlike other RAF battalions or other battalions that come through CBR, they weren't out here to lose. We didn't we didn't wake up every day at four o'clock in the morning and go out there uh, to lose. Um, so we were out there to win. We didn't win every battle, but no, I think uh, you know you're not going to win every single battle. But I think what we did was, um, you know, a lot of the times the op four um, out here at least they they try to get inside your decision cycle. How do they do that? Well, while you're trying to defend, they're going to conduct a spoiling attack. Uh, they're going to attack you, you know, when you don't, when you're not ready for it. You know, everybody's ready for an attack at zero six or zero seven in the morning. And the sun's coming up, but not everybody's ready for an attack right. uh, to begin. Like, let's say at twenty hundred, twenty two, midnight. Give everybody some military strategy that you guys employed out there on the battlefield during CBR thirteen. Uh, for instance, uh, in one attack, uh, my Alpha Company was in a support by fire position. Well, that support by fire position was critical because I thought that we had enemy uh, that could potentially be on our northeastern flank as we made a turn south. Um, and that was just through um, a little bit of intuition, but also uh, the fact that, that we had some indicators that there was something over in an area. We didn't have any reconnaissance that could get in there because every time they got in there, they got killed. So mm-hmm. indicator that something's bad, bad mm-hmm. is over there. Uh, so I put, I put him there. Uh, I, I, I integrated um, uh, fires and smoke mission to get him into place, fires to, uh, to suppress, and then we had direct fires at the same time. He ended up killing, I think, about nine tanks and, and seven BMPs that were in that location. One tank company um, was able to do that. Um, so so that really created a seam 
for us to exploit. And while, while he was doing that, we ran a battalion. The whole battalion ran right off his backside. Almost, if you're in football terms, he was the, uh, he was the, the, the left tackle, and we ran a counterplay right off of his back, backside, <laughs> and, and, and it was successful. Tell us what you think about your soldiers in this exercise. Yeah, for me, it, it's the end of, at the individual soldier level. Every time myself, my sergeant major, I went out there, I saw soldiers that were really um, showing true grit. You know, what is true grit? Well, it, it's when, when times are tough, when things are hard, they, they power through. I mean, and, and it was cold, it was wet. Uh, it was uncomfortable, uh, uh, you know, and, and, and that didn't let them get them down. I mean, there was, it was mud sometimes up to their knees. I mean, I had, and not only, you know, just the, in, down to the individual private, but I had, for instance, captains in, the, in my plan shop wading through um, puddles of mud knee deep just to get, you know, the job done, to jump our talk, you know, um, in which we jumped it several times. So, I mean, it, it, it's, it's at echelon. It's every level. Every, everybody understands that when you're out there in the field, there is rank, of course, and we have to, and we, and we have to abide by that, and we do. Uh, but there's also, if you're part of a team um, and you got to get a job done, then everybody has to, to pitch in, and nobody just gets to sit there on the side and do nothing. So that's what I was most proud of because I saw everybody um, pitching in, uh, when it came to it, you know, our maintainers, our sustainers, uh, and our riflemen, our tankers, you know, every single person so was working out there truly together. Truly a combined effort, right? Yeah. At Combined Resolve. I mean, we are yeah, at Combined Resolve <laughs> from a Combined Arms Battalion. And the tough times, sir? I remember one day, um, at kind of at a low point where where we had been penetrated by the enemy, um, we were able to stop them, uh, but my talk uh, got hit. So I jumped from my, my main command post to my uh, combat trains command post, my secondary command post. And while, when I got there on the ground, I needed, I needed to get a communications platform up and working. Those soldiers jumped right at it. It was cold, it was miserable. There was enemy all around, but they were putting up an OE254 antenna so I could talk, you know? Uh, and they weren't complaining about it once. They were actually trying to do it as fast as they could in the most efficient manner. I mean, and it, and it was under some very austere conditions. So uh, I remember that. And, and, and I'll take that back with me because I saw those soldiers working together uh, for, for a purpose. I mean, they might not even know why the purpose was happening, but it was going to enable the battalion. And it did. I mean, that day, uh, the Op 4 got through. Uh, they had a pretty, they, they, were, they went through a wood chipper, um, at, but they did end up getting some elements through. Uh, but because I was able to talk, communicate with my company commanders, we were able to stop them. So. Awesome. The, um, the Op 4 did tell us, just FYI. Uh, when we were out and about, that um, they thought that you guys were really good at rotating the talks. Oh yeah. They, uh, they, they said they they normally uh, can snuff out the talks quickly because they know that they know the land and they know where everybody likes to set up and, right. and so forth. And they said that uh, this brigade rotated the talks really well. Right. Uh, just just letting you know. Well, I mean, one thing about CBR is I think um, some people might be reticent to move through the woods, but the woods are your friend down here. Um, so. If, if if at any point in time we had a choice between going through an open area or going through the through the rat trails in the wood, we took the rat trails in the wood, which is what the op four do. Is why they're successful. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think it's a I think it's a great exercise overall. Um, you know, I wish uh, we had our whole brigade here for it because uh, there's two other combined arms battalions that I think if if the op four had to deal with with three of me, um, <laughs> then uh, then. Uh, Instead of just one, I might, uh, I'll probably use that know, story. I think uh, That's a good then, quote. then it might be might be a little different. Although we did have a Polish battalion here, but or you know at least one more combined arms battalion, 
where they, where they really got to got to see what it was like to take on a, a uh, an armor brigade combat team at its full potential. Because I, I mean, we're fighting a minus. Our, our ARS was not all out here. Because as a RAF, one thing that that's tough about going to a combined arms is we have real world missions that have to do with um, you know what's the 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 plan to be able to ready be ready if something were to kick off. So we couldn't bring all of our units here. So a lot of us were at a at a lower um, manpower than we normally would be. One other thing, do you think, do you think, based upon what you've seen through your uh, rotation here at Combined Resolve 13, that you could engage these combined forces in a real-world engagement against a tough adversary and and annihilate them? I have no doubt, no doubt. I mean, uh, the the dealing with the the Polish, the Bulgarians, the uh, the Latvians, the Estonians, the Romanians, all the Georgians. All the people that are out here, one of the things that, that, that impressed me the most was the professionalism uh, that they displayed. Uh, and, and they weren't here to lose either. They were out here to, to, to win. They were out here to learn. Um, and they were out here to, um, to operate with us and really practice. And, and I think that's it. I mean, I think that's the key. Because um, if you're going to be, if you're going to have an alliance uh, that, that, is, that is designed to um, either protect or go on the offense against a, a near peer adversary, you have, you're going to have to do that. And I think if we did have to take on a near peer adversary here in Europe, I have no doubt that, that we would crush them. No doubt that the European theater is in very good hands indeed as the 2nd Armor Brigade Combat Team, 1st Cavalry Division, uh, it seems uh, at least held their own out there during Combined Resolve 13. I want to thank you for tuning in. I'm Staff Sergeant Greg Stevens for the Joint Multinational Readiness Center with the 241st Mobile Public Affairs Detachment in Hohenfels, Germany. Thank you for tuning in to the Joint Multinational Readiness Center Train to Win podcast. Make sure to subscribe to our channel so you can hear about the forefront of training at combat training centers.